Welcome back to another episode of Toe in the Line with me, your host, and my Coco host. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> oh, he's pausing. That's, that's my cue to crack it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, boy. So, what's been going on this week? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Refreshing. Um, another week. Another week of nothing, really. Sitting in the house, not doing a whole lot. <laughs> Feels a bit like that at the moment. It's um, getting a bit repetitive. I'll pay that. Mm. Just the same. Like everyone's like, oh, what's like? You run into people you haven't seen for four weeks, and they're like, oh, what's been happening? You're like, nothing. <laughs> been to Zenden a few times. Yeah, Zenden seems to be the hub of where I see all my people. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But I'm starting to get real good at cutting the conversations short. Like, hey, how you going? Oh, great to see you anyway. See you, bye. <laughs> Just in like, and out. Well, you, it's one of those things. Like, no one wants that long... 15 minute small talk mm. of just awkward conversation like oh so so how's uh your work do yeah you, do you work do you whatever it's just a, it's a waste of both of your 15 minutes if it's an old friend or something you genuinely want to have a chat great but i feel like you can feel the energy yeah from people and it, most people are like ah oh, i can't even remember your name i don't know if i want to chat for 15 minutes and like you can see like slowly slowly the feet edging away and you're like mm. all right you want to wrap this up let's yeah. just wrap it up let's not continue anymore like yeah. there's no need so I like taking charge of those conversations, being like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, you still working? Good, great. All right. I really got to go. See you. Bye. <clears throat> or just pull the old, anyway. Anyway, I got to get to uh, the, uh, the, uh, the lockdown yeah. things. Yeah. What? Oh, I'll be there. <laughs> just leave. You got to quickly rush home to do absolutely nothing. Drop a smoke bomb. The, what do they call it? The Irish goodbye. I've got to do that. <laughs> What's the Irish goodbye? I think that's when you just leave without saying goodbye to anyone. Oh, that's great. I've got I'm just going to do that mid-conversation. Just be like, so how's work? And then walk off. <laughs> <laughs> just pretend you saw a butterfly. <laughs> and then just disappear. I'm probably ADHD enough to actually see a butterfly see a and butterfly. walk off. Yeah. i, I got to do that with my dog. Because he runs down the front and tries to get out the gate. Because he just wants to play so bad. So he chases your car. And then you don't want him getting out. So I will come back up to the house. And I'll like go in through the front. And I'll be like, good boy, good boy. And then I'll just skip out the back. And then jump in my car and leave. <laughs> while he's waiting at the front door for me wagging his tail definitely you know? just going to take toys down as end now just wave them in front of people's face chuck them and then run <laughs> see if they go chase it oh fuck that'd be savage but I'll, I wonder if it'd work it'd definitely distract like I'd get distracted if you did that to me I would be like I'd be distracted long enough you'd yeah. disappear yeah for it'll, sure it would at least be memorable like, oh, have you seen have you seen ants lately? Like, yeah, I have actually. He, uh, he he threw a toy at Zenden the other day and <laughs> ran away. It was it was real weird. It was preposterous. Oh but fuck! I always imagine in like action movies when they just drop smoke bot like back Batman, great example. Just yeah, constantly disappearing. Like, d- d- uh, are they actually leaving the room or are they just quickly like slide underneath the desk and just hope that you leave? <laughs> like, I'd love to see the behind the scenes of, <laughs> of where the superheroes actually go when they disappear. Yeah, it's like this this giant rock hits a smoke bomb. He's like hiding behind the rock. He's like, okay, all right. And then the Joker's like, fuck, that was magical. Leaves and then <laughs> Batman gets up. He's like, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. Then he pulls out his like fucking crossbow gun with the the cord, just yeah, zip lines out of there. Love how that one never misses. No, like it always hooks on or something. Yeah, 
Like, I feel like I could throw a hook onto something that specifically has a catching point for the hook and still miss, mm. regardless of how much you practice. Legit. I watched, well, I finally finished watching The Watchmen, like the extended Snyder mm. cut, which is like three and a half hours long. Yeah. Started on Friday, got through like 45 minutes Friday night, wiped out, fell asleep. <laughs> I was like, I can't. I was pretending to be awake and Caitlin was like, we're not watching this anymore. You're going to fall asleep. And I was like, no. And then I was like, I'm a real man. <laughs> I was out. Then watched probably like another hour and a half Saturday night and then like watched the rest on um, Sunday. And the same thing happened with the hook. This guy was like, up this like fucking 60 story building and it just hooks on the window frame and then pulls himself up. I was like, as if you would hook that, as if you would get that in one shot and Mm. as if the window frame would hold you. Yeah. I'd be so worried that it would snap. I wonder how much Batman weighs with all of his gear. He would pull. Okay, like oh, if you look at like the actor, technology makes him lighter, like zero gravity. Yeah, 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 have yeah. to be some bullshit like that. Because Ben Affleck, when he's jacked, mm. would have to be like nineties at least. Pretty sure he's a he's a tall dude. Yeah, so Speaking maybe ben, even a hundred. Ben Affleck. I watched Gone Girl the other day. Have you seen that? Good movie. Ooh, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. I've asked a few people since watching it if they've seen it, and a surprising amount of people have said no. It's. Well, it's funny, like, the twists in that, mm. insane, right? Oh, yeah. Caitlin and I watched a movie called The Voyeurs on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Same kind of shit. Like, you're like, where is this movie going? And you're like, oh, right, okay, so it's going this direction. Then mm. it's like, no, it's going this direction. And then you're like, oh, okay, that was a pretty good twist, wasn't it? Like, yep, yep, yep. Then it's like, Come out of nowhere. And you're like, whoa, what the fuck? I feel like often movies are pretty predictable as well. Yeah. Like you watch enough movies, you get the point that yeah. introduction of characters. Like the boy meets girl. Well, something goes wrong. Yeah. Something gets fixed. Movie ends. Exactly. Whereas like I, lo- I love the ones that you can't pick the twist and the turns coming. Or you try and pick them. You're like, oh, I know exactly what's going on. Yeah. Here. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. Sweet. I've already sorted out. May as well go to bed. And then you get the twist and turns that go the opposite direction. Like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, I'll stay. And you're like, what the fuck? Um, I feel like that the, the, the was the same with Watchmen. The Watchmen, have you seen it? Nah. The ending of that was like, oh, cool. I didn't really expect that. I feel like Marvel kind of did that well with wrapping up their whole cinematic universe thing. Mm. Like, you, spoilers. If you haven't seen Endgame by now, then fuck, sorry, but you should have. should have. <laughs> oh, pause, go watch it for the next six hours and then... And then come back, then yeah. Come back. Yeah, true. But um, yeah, when like Tony Stark dies, you're like, what? You, yeah. No I one didn't... saw that shit coming. Even when you see it though, it's like, oh, okay. oh, he'll come back. He'll come back. He'll come back. And there's, he's dead. There's, there's and some then... sort of way. Yeah. Like... And then it actually ends. Like, Ooh. Or even when um, Black Widow dies, Natasha, you think, yeah, you're like, she's going to come back. When yeah. snap, she'll be back. She'll yeah. come back. She'll come walking through the door. No, never nope. comes back. Nope. She's and it's gone. like, and then she gets her origins movie. Yeah. She out. Have you seen it? I have not seen that. Good um, movie. What's that on? Mm. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yes. Got that, so may as well. Yeah. May as well watch it. Although it might you may not have to pay now too. It might be like just on there. Mm. I don't mind paying for a good movie. Yeah, true. I'll pay that. Um I'm about to pay for YouTube premium because I think Really? Yeah. Okay. I watch I watch a lot of YouTube. Um like I don't spend much time on the anything else really. I would say YouTube is like my number one social media. Instagram used to be 
binning it now because it's just useless and annoying and, and frustrating yeah all the nonsense that you see um so yeah. i like going on youtube a because you have to purposely look things up like there's not really much of a feed to scroll through you're right so and it's all much. the same shit so if you want something different you have to find it yeah so i like having to purposely search for things but then i'm also on there a lot either for like educational stuff because there's obviously heaps of that or there's just kick back relax there's like long long-winded funny stuff if you want that like yeah. whatever you can watch your comedians you can watch podcasts you can watch educational stuff whatever there's just endless stuff on youtube so i watch a lot of it but i'm starting to get like you know how you get one ad and you can skip it after five seconds then you, you watch get... a little bit more then you get two you can yeah. skip them and you get two can't skip them i'm getting like three or four ads now that can't be skipped hell so I'll get like, really yeah really? i'll get like halfway through a video Fuck. and then i've got four minutes of ads that i can't skip so I just close it and go do something else. It's so infuriating. Like, especially when, you know, like I'll be doing something on my bike, right? And I'll be sitting there, like on probably on the side of the road with my spanner. I'll be like, how to like, the other day, that's what it was. I had to calibrate because my gears are electronic shift. Mm. It doesn't have the cables. You can't just tighten the cable and it moves the rear derailleur. Mm. Like it doesn't move the rear derailleur to the left and right. You have to do it electronically. And I was like, how do you do this? So I had yeah. to Google how to do it. And then I got ads on the YouTube <laughs> and I was like, I'm just hurry the fuck up like and it was <laughs> like a 15 second ad and i was like i just want to keep writing yeah it's funny how valuable your 15 seconds is when there's something that you don't want to do yeah but like if you do just want to mindlessly scroll like how long's a story 15 seconds oh dude how many stories do you watch start to end for 30 40 50 minutes easy like just end on end like well, reels accidentally just yeah reels just killed an hour watching things i'm not actually interested in yeah like the this morning i was in bed because i didn't really have to get up um super early today and i was like i'm just gonna scroll instagram i got mm. caught in reels for like 10 15 minutes because mm. i love watching like engineering shit yeah that stuff's cool like they they come up with all these cool little fucking concepts of doing stuff all these cool little gadgets of doing shit and it's like it's so interesting and then i'll be like I'll have to pull myself out. Mm. Be like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Just get up. Like, yeah. you're wasting time. It's, it's so... It's it's, it's dangerous, bad. man. It's bad. Like, it's good. Like, hats off to the people who create them because they're obviously so enticing that yeah. it reels us in. <laughs> yeah. Hey. That's, that's probably why they, call they called it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking genius. Um, yeah. Reels you in, but, man, it's bad. You lose lots of life. Well, depends if you've actually got anything else to do in a day, but I feel like if you're... In your phone, you won't find things to do. But if you like leave your phone in another room or put it on airplane mode or something, like you'll think about like, what do I actively want to do today? And yeah. you'll find stuff to do. Yeah, like you'll find, you'll probably end up filling up your basket with hobbies, like more shit you actually, you know, actively enjoy. Mm. Like, yes, social media is entertaining, but do you necessarily enjoy it? Like, yeah. I feel like you not all the time like there's benefits but I feel like you don't necessarily enjoy it's just filling a void that yeah like you don't put your phone down after an hour of use and you're like man that was just a that was an awesome hour I'm, I'm really happy with that that's so true like for me the only, the only really time I, I would do that is like when I'm actually doing stuff like if I'm productive with doing shit like clean your bike fucking oh, yeah, train yeah, yeah. do something like that go do the shops make an awesome meal then it's mm. like you sit down and you're like I'm going to chill out now and now I'll like scroll. Whereas if you're scrolling the whole time and you're like, you don't really feel rewarded, do you? You kind of feel a bit, yeah. feel, feel a bit zonked. Yeah, afterwards. I was about to say, I don't feel like you feel recharged either. I was talking to T about this concept the other day. Um, about the, like the whole theory of like, oh, I'm tired from a big day of work. I'll come home and I'll just have a little scroll on my phone. And you know, that'll like 
that'll recharge me. But it's, I don't feel like it's very recharging. Like if I come no. home and shoot my bow or something, like, yeah, I'm physically out doing things and I have to think about all the stuff that I'm doing and I'm physically exerting myself, but that's more mentally stimulating and recharging than scrolling is. So even though if you come home from like a big long day, I feel like majority of the time sitting down and doing nothing is not the best way to recharge. Yeah. Like I'll, it only burns you out more. I'll pay that. I like, I like, obviously I like, as soon as I get home from work, I'll do something nine times out of 10, except for Fridays. Fridays I like to try and keep clean. Like I'll come home and I'll make a nice meal. Um, cause I enjoy fucking cooking. Whereas every other day I come home and I'll, I'll generally have, have a training session to do. And it's always like, I'll always feel like, fuck yeah. Like, I'll come out and I'll feel pumped. Yeah. Like I'll feel zonked when I get home, but I know as soon as I start like 15 minutes, you know, I'll be like, fuck yeah, boy. Like I'll get a whole new strut going. Yeah. Well, I'll just, feel sick. Well, I feel like it breaks the work cycle. It's like, yeah. ah, yes, I'm doing something else. This is cool. Like you need something else really powerful to get you out of your work headspace. Whereas I feel like just scrolling isn't enough to get you out of that headspace. You it's almost just like you kind of just sink deeper. Yeah. 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 Big time. But yesterday was T's birthday and I think, yeah, whatever time you messaged me, I didn't have my phone on me from then till the end of the day. Yeah, well, It was like remember. midday. It was wicked. We just shut, shut the bows. Shut the bows, <laughs> eh? Shut the bows? <laughs> shut, shut the bows out the back. Um, we bought a little fire pit and some little chairs. Oh, we sunbaked for a bit in the chairs. We found a little patch of sun in our backyard. Nice. there's usually no sun. So we like sunbaked for a bit. We had a fire, shut the bows, just chilled out the back, ordered some Mexican food. It was wicked. And like, I didn't, yeah. didn't look at my phone for like 10 hours. It was great. And then went to bed, just like, yeah, that was that was fulfilling. That was recharging. Yeah, like you need shit like that just to feel, I don't know, feel like you you get a break from it all, all the, all the shit. Because like mm. you constantly, like I notice, you know, if I get a bunch of messages or if I get a bunch of things and I'm like, oh, fuck, I have so much to do. Mm. And then it just, I don't know, it just, you know, kind of, what's the word? Just compounds and becomes more and more yeah. and more. Whereas like if you're not near your phone, you don't notice. It doesn't matter. The worst bit is that the phones are meant to be there for us. Not we're not here for the phones. Yeah, it's like we're not obliged to answer anyone's messages or no. whatever. We're not obliged to contact people straight away or reply to stuff yeah. or post stuff all the time. Like you should just answer things when you want to answer them. Call people when you want to call them. When you don't want to do anything, just chuck it down and just leave it. Just leave it. That's it. Like I carry that philosophy. Like that's my philosophy on like birthdays and Christmas and shit like that. Like, I hate the fact, this is like something that, it's one of my pet peeves. Pet peeves. Is, yeah, pet peeves. Little, little it's a pet peeve section. That's a good section. Welcome to the next section. Yeah, pet, pet peeves. Pet peeves. <laughs> um, buying gifts for people, like Christmas gifts, birthday gifts. Like, I feel like, I don't know, I hate it. I'll only buy someone a present or I like to only buy someone a present when I see something and I'm like, yes, this is that person. Like, mm. I don't give a fuck. Like, it doesn't matter how close I am to you or how like you know, fucking far we are. Mm-hmm. If I see, and I've just met you, if I see you and I see something that I'm like, yes, you would fucking love this. I'll buy that for you for your, for your birthday or for, for whatever. And then like, there could be someone super close to me and I can't, don't see anything, you know, that suits them and I just won't buy them anything because to me, it's like, there's, I don't know, the purpose of the present is to put effort in and like, I don't know. Yeah, and everyone always says like, it's the thought that counts. Yeah. But like, if you if your only thoughts associated with it were, oh God, it's Christmas, you're a family member, I have to buy you something. Yeah. Then that's, if that's the thought that's counting, that's pretty negative. It's empty. Yeah, it's negative thought. It's not positive thought. Yeah, it's not, um, not good at all. And what was, oh, there was another point that I had that I was going to make. Um, 
Something along the lines of pet peeves. Yeah. It was, birthdays. It was along, yeah, along the lines of pet peeves and replying, I suppose, to people. That's right. Like, I feel like... A woman. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, especially now, like, you know, I'm a bit busier and I have a, a bit of stuff to do. And I feel like I don't get annoyed at people or I, you know, I try not to get annoyed at people when they don't get back to you or get back to me because it's like, mm. I'm the same. Like, I know what it's like. You're under fu- under the fucking pump. Like, the last thing you want to do is reply to someone and, like, if they've given you a big message of stuff that you need to cover off properly and they've asked a bunch of questions and you're like, I don't have the mental capacity to do this properly now, yes. so I'm not going to do it. I'm going to wait until I can actually give you a message that's going to be worth it rather than, like, being like, Oh, if someone was like, "Oh man, like, how do how do you how do you start a podcast?" For example, rather than me just being like, uh, uh, "Just by fucking mic. buy a mic," <laughs> and then just end it, I could be like, "No, you know what? You do this, you do this, you set it up like this, blah blah blah," or just do a voice memo, which has been working lately. <laughs> yeah, been, that's been great. Even though, like, even those as well. Like, we'll I feel like we purposely touch off every topic and be like, "Oh, okay, so we talked about training. I need to reply to that." Then you talked about some COVID stuff, we'll reply to that, and then something else like yeah. Even in our voice messages, will be structure. Yeah, the structure, and we'll we'll be specific to answer everything that we asked each other, because it's not nothing worse than asking people like, oh, so how'd this thing go the other day? And you just it blows over your head. And it's like, oh, I don't want to ask again in case yeah. they purposely chose to avoid it because maybe there's something <laughs> negative associated with it. But I really want to know. I really want to. I'll, I'll just ask again. Yeah. Fucking hell. Pet peeves. Let's stay on that. Mm. What's one of yours? I have to say, T will hate me for it, but who knows if she'll listen. People who eat extremely loudly. Oh, bro. Oh, <clears throat> Caitlin. Like, <laughs> if you... no, not saying she does it, but she'll like, she knows what's up. I get yeah. it. Oh, man. Like, people who just don't even try. Like, if, you, if you're eating with your mouth shut and like you've just got, you're just, you know, your head's hollow and sound just comes out your ears and you're eating carrots. If you're one of those people... You know, you're eating with your mouth, you're trying. Yeah. The people who have just got this big, gapey, sloppy mouth. Mm. I don't know how that's going to sound. Sorry, podcasters. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that's definitely one. I just, I cannot, I can't focus when that's going on. And T's a real loud eater. She's been working on it. Respect. Big shout outs. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's one for sure. Fuck. I, I'd, I'd share that one. Like, I'm mm. the same. It's, um, I don't know. It gets like, I don't know. It just kind of like, it tickles the wrong spot. I'm like, mmm. And you just hear it and you're like, okay, once I hear it, I can't stop. I can't unhear it. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to turn the volume up a little bit. Like, yeah, <laughs> And then I can start hearing myself, mm. which makes it worse. I'm like, oh no, I'm one of them people. Those people are like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, I hate eating an apple in a silent room. I'm like, I know all you guys can hear me fucking chomping yeah. right now. I'm so sorry. Like, I will <laughs> suck that apple chunk until it's like got nothing left yeah apple puree yeah i feel bad because i am a large fan of chips crisps i love a crisp actually all chips hot chips cold chips big fan um but i love a crisp but when you're trying to shove like 30 of them in your mouth there's no way of doing it quietly because there's you have to have your mouth open for the initial crunch like if you're having a good mouth full of chips you can't close your lips before you crunch so no no chance so my apologies goes back to tea for all my chip eating antics it's um yeah and like you do want the crunchy chips like yeah you don't want soggy chips no ain't nobody want a soggy no chip. one wants a soggy chip far out what Ooh. would be one of your gym pet peeves gym pet peeves oh, like 
Ooh, I feel like we could go on this forever. Kind of weird because we haven't really been in gyms for so long. No, like for me, I flashback. It, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of what it's like. I think it's. I just don't like people that. I don't, not that I don't like people, but it just annoys me when I see people doing things that are too hard for their nice. level gonna... of strength or ability. It's yeah. like don't go be doing fucking. I don't know if I just a random completely, <laughs> you know, completely random example. Don't be doing Bosu loaded push-ups when you can't even do a loaded push-up or a push-up or a Bosu push-up. Yes. Normally, you know, without the fucking weight. Mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. don't overcomplicate things you haven't got done right. Don't do anything with the Bosu. You don't need them. No. Nah, unless you're rehabbing an ankle, then that might be acceptable. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely share that one as well. I was going to say ego lifters. Yeah. Like people just lifting to make themselves feel good. But like if you're in the gym just to feel good and, you know, train because you enjoy it and it makes you happy or whatever, great. But at the same time, like if you're just ego lifting, you're probably going to injure yourself. Then that's going to take you away from the thing that you love and gives you happiness. And then it's just you've shot yourself in the foot by ego lifting. Like if yeah. you lifted correctly, you'll be able to lift for longer, more frequently, bring yourself more happiness. Yeah, ego lifters for sure. Yeah, I was one of them. And then like that was bef- that was back in my footy days. I'm going to touch on that in a sec, but I had a brain thought that was like a super cool, interesting thing I heard while listening to one of Rogan's podcasts. Super cool, interesting Super thing. cool, interesting guys. Intrigued. Yeah. So, this they were talking about someone starting off at the gym and he, this guy was talking about his mate starting off at the gym and he was like he knew it was he heard that it was it would take 21 days to set a, a habit. A habit. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "All right, but he couldn't wrap his head around training at the gym. So what he would do is he would wake up and he would just go to the gym, sit there for 15 minutes and then go home mm. every day. And then, you know, eventually he like got in there and he started doing more and more and more. And then like, you know, nice. before he knew it, it was something that he did every, yeah. nearly every day. Just by like, if you can't wrap your head around actually going in and training, just go there. Mm. For 15 minutes. Just sit down and drink your bottle in the corner. Yeah. Or sit on the bike, do fuck all. And then eventually you'll grow and like actually start to do shit. Yeah. And I thought I like that was that. so cool. I was like, that's such a good idea. Like that, you could apply that to so many different things. Yeah. Because jumping straight in the deep end and going in and like buying a program or something and just going in and trying to follow this like program that's going to take you an hour and 20 minutes every day. Like it's such a huge commitment to start yeah. off. Like within the first five days, if you followed all five days of programming, and you've come from absolutely nothing. You're going to be sold. You're going to be sold. You're probably going to be scared. And you're probably just going to bail on that and say the gym's not for you. Yeah. Well, it's like running. The same. I've probably used this example fucking thousands of times. But like so many people don't know that it gets easier after 2Ks. Yes. Like every runner, doesn't matter how good you are. It fucking sucks. The first 2Ks are horrible. Yeah. Like they're never great. You're always like, oh man, what the fuck? And then you get into it and you're like, oh no, it's pretty good. Yeah. But if you never run before, you don't know that. So you're like, you get to like 1.5Ks and you're like, fuck this. I'm not doing this. Mm. I remember we had that on one of the Spartans that we did. I think we both started off and we were both like, ooh, my calves are a bit sore. My hips are a bit tight. Like, oh, I don't know if I'm up for this today. Like, I'm not really feeling good. Was it the but big we were, one? I think it was the big one. Yeah. We were like, nah, we're not going to assess anything until we're 10K in. Because yeah. it usually takes us about 10K to warm up. Which is a bizarre concept. So like, stupid. Especially for people who, who aren't running 10K. But yeah. relative to whatever your like maximum distance is, it's probably going to take you 2 or 3K to warm up before you yeah. know everything hits its groove, everything starts to feel good. Yeah, I feel like it's... It is. It's, it's like it does. It takes a while to fucking get into it, get into the swing of things. Mm. And then like, well, 
I'm just going to jump around a bit now. I found, so on the weekend, I ran some trails around in my house. Oh, yeah. And it was like, I've never run them before. I was like, all right, I'm going to try something different today. I'm sick of running on footpaths. I'm going to run from home because I don't want to drive anywhere. Like, I don't need to fucking drive anywhere. I'm just going to go out the front door and then try some new trails. The beauty of running. Yeah. And they were like, they were fucking sick, man. I actually had to stop and like pull up my map. And then like make sure I was facing north and then bust out my compass as well on the phone just to make sure I was going down the right trail because otherwise I would have got fucking lost. But like when I realized this, like if you stop and start while running, it's so much harder. Like I was stopping midway up hills and like I'd, you know, pull out my thing and navigate myself. And then I'd be like, all right, let's go again. I'd be like, oh my God. Mm. Like, and then that first minute before my legs kind of like went through that burn and then came out the other side of it was horrible every single time like as soon as i started up again i was like fuck this yeah i feel like that every time you go into trail running like you hit a hill and you get really used to the hill and the longer you're on the hill the better the hill yeah. starts to feel and you start coming downhill and you're like oh my goodness how the hell do i run what what is wrong with my legs i can't run downhill and then you hit flat after doing uphills and downhills and you can't remember how to run flats either like it's just it, it takes you a while to get into it doesn't yeah, it the variance in it is is crazy but also so good big fan yeah, like, so I think I'm going to do more of that. Like, I've been told, so Melbourne Ironman has been postponed, pushed to, like, March, and I had the option to defer, and I was like, I'm going to defer to Geelong so I can do that three years in a row. So that's in Feb. So Nicola was like, for the next, you know, month, month and a half, it's going to be like, you know, we're going to back it back. We're going to step it off again. We'll step it off nice. a bit. We're going to back everything back, and, like, you can kind of have a bit more freedom with your training. You know, we're, we're only going to do we're going to try and stick to singles single sessions uh, a day which is like I haven't done that in a fucking long time I've been doubling for ages the only time I haven't doubled was Ironman Ironman season like after Ironman Um, so like she said I can still keep my strength and stuff in but I'll only be doing single single try stuff which is cool so I'm hoping to do a bit more trail trail running get yeah. some elevation in like it hit 600 and fucking 20 meters of elevation yeah which your, was your pace nice. takes pace takes a big hit when you start trail running though yeah i want to come back and talk about deloads but first um with yeah trail running i think that's one of people's problems when they go trail running is like oh you know i run whatever you run five minute k's six minute k's out on the roads you're like okay i should be five or six on the trails nope. but if you're if you're running hard trails you're probably going to be running 10, 11, you'll be walking half the trails. Like your average pace is going to take a huge hit. And I think people that try and push through, like, oh, just keep running, just keep running, they either end up tripping and just eating it. Yeah. Definitely been a, 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 a offender of that. Um, but yeah, either that or they just end up burning themselves out and they can only do like, well, I did 10 minutes of trail running and then I was cooked because I was basically sprinting for doing hill sprints. Yeah, doing hill sprints around the trails. I think that's one of the things you got to be you got to be super content to just cruise on the trails like you just yeah you run to whatever the trail speed is it's almost like speed limits on roads like mm. there's some roads that are you know they're set at 60 k's but they just feel good at 70 yeah so you drive at 70 and it's actually a more comfortable more comfortable drive or you drive at 50 and it's more comfortable yeah i feel like that with trail running as well like the certain certain trails that are just made to be run slow and they're just more enjoyable when you do. Yeah. It's not like you're not getting any, I think we've talked about this before. It's like the main benefit or gains that you get out of like road running and stuff is that you can hold certain paces and certain stuff. Whereas trail running, you're going to get a whole lot more like you're going to be working different muscles. You're going to be working a lot of different cognitive stuff to control your Big legs. Time. Yeah. Going to work a lot of muscle imbalances and work your stability and balance and everything. 
like the goal, the main goal of trail running would not be to hold certain paces. No, not like, speed yeah, at all. If that's the goal, go find some flat, grip, yeah. like some flat paths or something to or run a, on. Or a track and just hit some, hit some repeats. Yeah. Like my fucking glutes, quads and calves. Oh yeah. boy. All sorts. Because like I'm used to, you know, I don't run trails. I run pretty flat sh- the stuff mm. like yeah there might be a couple of hills here and there but they're not really just they're not really hills yeah the mild inconveniences yeah whereas trail like i was running i think fucking six some some k's were like 6 30 some other k's mm. were like five i think my average pace was 5 30 for the day and like i ran some flats as well um but yeah like fucking hell you've got to you kind of just do have to settle in and mm. accept it for what it is because like there are hills that you can't run up like there was a there was a hill oh, I hit yeah. and I was running and I was like I'm not even I may as well fucking walk like <laughs> I'm just bouncing on my toes at the same speed I would walk at. Yeah, I had one of them in Plenty Gorge one day when I was running and I I was like I looked at it and I was like you know what I'm gonna I'm just gonna see if, how far I can run this, but once I got halfway up there was like all the rocks and stuff were so loose <gasps> in trying to push off to get my next step for a run. I would just push rocks back behind me and I was basically just doing like the running man on the spot, not moving <laughs> because I just couldn't get traction by trying to push off. So yeah. I stopped and then just planted a foot and started to walk and I actually started moving forwards. And I was like, man, it's actually quicker to walk this than to run it because running it, I was going nowhere. I was just doing burnouts just on doing the spot. Just doing burnouts, just spinning the wheels. Yeah. It's funny you say that because that's like, I saw Lucy put up, Lucy Bartholomew was doing like tips for running up, running hills because mm. I think Sunto had like a vertical week this week and one of them was hiking mm-hmm. is training yeah big time like like that kind of shit just walking up steep ass hills and mm. just walking like just walking in general for long distances is fucking training like I don't know about I don't know about you but if I see someone do a 10k walk I am like fuck that yeah I would, I would much rather go hours. and I'd much rather <laughs> go and ride like fucking 80ks yeah yeah, for, <laughs> for sure. Um, it's just time spent. Whenever yeah. I look at walking stuff, I'm like, man, a, you know, 20k walk. I don't even know how long that. That'd take me like five hours. That's so long. That's it's time on the feet. It's it's fucking training. Like you try and stand up for five hours, just yeah. stand there for five hours. That's hard. So like walking for five hours. I don't know, man. I, I'd I'd much rather run. Mm. Especially when you if you're training for like the big distances that Lucy would be doing, like hundred miles and stuff. You can't run that or there's people who can but for the, for the majority of people you're not running the entire 100 miles you're inevitably going to be walking sections yeah so if you can walk those sections faster and more efficiently because you've trained your walking yeah. you're going to be you know you're going to keep moving forward you're not going to spend as long out on the trails it's going to be way more beneficial whereas if you have to stop and walk and you're just a snail walker yeah. you're just going to spend more hours out on the trails get more tired more fatigued you're going to have to eat some more food like it's definitely in uh a, a long distance trail runner's interest to to do some walking be a good walker yeah that's nicola programs i have walks in my intervals i like always have walks you know sprinkled in there throughout like it might be yes. you know a 3k effort and then 100 meter walk as rest and then like mm. another 3k effort 100 meter walk and it's because in ironman and like half ironman and stuff like that if you're fucking cooked a good or not if you're cooked but a good strategy especially in the ironman is to just walk all the aid stations so like the aid stations are like 100, 150 meters long, you know, run between, but walk the aid stations and like that gets you, you know, you can still hold your whatever pace you want to, but you know, you're getting a bit of a break and you're getting in, you're able to take on nutrition and stuff without fucking panicking around. And if yeah. you're not a pro, like it's a great, great strategy just to fucking walk through, you know, 
and then come out the other side and all right, reset yourself and then start off again. Mm. All this walk talk being said, uh, man, I struggle to walk around the, the shops for like 10 minutes without getting yeah. <laughs> getting gassed. Something about walking in a shopping center is How does it... exhausting. I How feel like, because it's you, I, I'm often not there for myself. Like if I am, it's I'm power walking in. In and, and out. Yeah, in and out, grab my thing, walk out. Don't even look at the different shops. Don't do you get it. cut? When you like, so if you're in Coles, do you get cut when you get all the way, like, I'm assuming you would work your way through norm, like, as in aisle to aisle from one end to the other? Uh, yeah, I skip a bunch of aisles. Yeah. But yeah, like, there's a, there's but, a but, strategy. Yeah, there's a- I always get cut with, if I'm, like, I've over, I've, like, I've missed something back at the start, and then I'm at the oh, end, I'm like, yeah. fuck, now I've got to backtrack all the way past, you know, where all I'm supposed things. to be, yeah. and I get that, and then come back, and oh, I get yeah. cut. Yeah, no, that bothers me. Especially because I plan my routes through the shopping center, I've, through the grocery store, I write my lists, pretty meticulously. Yeah, yeah in, in like, order, in order of how I go through the grocery store. Yeah, big time. <laughs> not a not a fan of grocery stores. Oh no! Just put the put the headphones in, in and out. Yeah, fuck. It's good. What happened this week? It's grocery shopping this week. Can't remember what it was. People just I just get annoyed with people because there are some people in there that are like do 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 do, oh. and then they've got like kids and the kids are running around on leashes and you're like <laughs> I can't get through. It's like yeah, fucking Doctor Octopus, like and you're like fucking move. That happened this week. I was I was going down my last aisle getting my cans of tuna for my lunches and the aisle was just absolutely packed full of people and I was like cool cool I'm gonna. I'm going to go down some other aisle and come back later on. But I was like, I actually have nothing else to buy. So now I'm just browsing and I'm not here to browse. No, oh, no. I, I'm here to get my tuna. So I just like <laughs> weaseled my way through. Like, oh, excuse me. Oh, sorry. Oh, excuse me. And for those, I don't know if I've said it on here, but for those who don't know, I get tremendous anxiety going through the grocery store. So I'm enjoying masks at the moment for COVID because I just put my hat on down real low, pull my mask out. I've just got this little slither of eyes that no one can see me. <laughs> like a ninja. Yeah. And I feel like if I can't see them, they can't see me because that's natural logic. So weaseled my way in, got my tuna and left. But yeah, if there's too many people in an aisle, I hate it because I just, I won't go down it, but I have my specific route of how yeah. I like to go and they, if people mess it up. Then That's, they're in trouble. I just yeah. pictured you on the up, going to the aisle next to it and just reaching through. Just <laughs> <laughs> get, come here. Excuse me. <laughs> That's not a bad tactic. I might, might employ that. <laughs> get, get one of those like contraptions, you know, the thing with like the, the little, little T-Rex head on the end. Yeah, people use to pick up rubbish and shit. Yes. Fuck yeah. Wanted one of those big time when I hurt my back. Would have been so easy to have a claw to not have to bend over like, ah, oh, dropped a sock. Damn, I'll just pick that up with my claws and grab that. Fuck. Far out. What, what was the thing I wanted to come back to? Uh, you were talking about getting tired and walking in the shops. <laughs> I get tired oh, going deloads. Yeah, That's I feel like it. I feel like I need a deload after walking in the shops. Um, no, I was going to men- mention before, I feel like deloads are a bit of a... Another contentious topic, but a lot of people are like, oh, I don't, I don't feel like I ever need a deload. Like, you know, I feel like I can just keep training week on week on week. Uh, I feel like if people are in that kind of mindset, either there's a lot of variability in their training and they're putting a lot of focus to recovery and whatever, but I They ain't training hard enough. Uh, yeah, I think people just aren't training hard enough. Like if, if I had a coach and she said to me like, hey, you've got to, you know, you're deloading for the next month or so, we're going to take it easy. I would be stoked. That's what I was, when Nicola said that, I was kind of like, as long as I can still hit my strength sessions, because I'm like, I've mm. come so far in the past two months with my strength. I'm, I don't want to lose it. And then when she said, yeah, no, you can still do your strength sessions, but just, you know, we're going to bring everything back. I was like, fuck yeah. Because yeah. like, it's been like, when you work hard and you fucking, you know, you put in some serious hours, man, like you're fucking tired. I can't wait mm. to like have a couple of, like tomorrow's a rest day. I can't fucking wait to sleep in. 
Yeah. Until like it won't be a, you know it'll be like six o'clock, but still like I can't wait to get out of bed <laughs> later than four. four. Sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I feel like if you're not excited by the thought of deloads. There could be some grey areas, but I think you're probably just not training hard enough. Like I look look back at you know me before jumping in the Ironman, I was like training fucking ridiculous amounts of time every every single day. Mm. And like three sixty five days a year. Yeah, like I was not training hard enough. I could have gone way harder. I could have gone at least heavier, and then I would have been like, dude, fuck, I'm gonna take a break. Yeah, that's the other thing. You don't want to train so hard that in your deload weeks like you now resent exercise you hate it you don't want to move you just want to sit on your yeah. ass and eat food all week like you do want to keep moving through deloads and stuff but you should be excited for some lighter training volume Fucking I reckon oh, that's, that's a better it. way that's to it. put it that's... but continuing movement yeah people who just go ham for like three weeks and then take three weeks off is it's probably not the the best way to get gains either no you'd be better off going not so ham for fucking six weeks mm. and not stopping um, but yeah, like I, I'm at the point now where it's like, yeah, fuck, I'm keen to have a bit of a lighter, lighter training load, especially like around the weekends. I think I was, I've mentioned it on multiple podcasts. I hate double ride weekends. Mm. I hate them because they just take so much time. And then like this weekend, I didn't have a double ride weekend. I had a ride on Sunday, a Saturday and a run on Sunday and Sunday I was done by eight o'clock. Hell yeah. That was amazing. Whereas usually I'm wrapping up at 11. Yeah. And that three hours of the of morning time makes a big difference. Like if you can get all your chores and stuff done in the morning, by midday you're resting. Excellent. That's what we did. Excellent. Like yeah. went to Zendan, did the shopping, came home, and then we were sitting there playing Monopoly and I was like, fuck, it's like 12.30. I was like, I would have yeah. only just got back. <laughs> Fucking yeah. perfect. All about the Sunday morning shop. It was actually quiet this week. Going back to grocery stores. I normally hate Sunday morning shops. It just, it fits my week well. So that's when I do it. But it's normally just chockers. Especially Sunday in Alton. Morning. They've got the farmer's Alton. market going too. <coughs> yeah, it's terrible. But this week we walked in, there was pretty much no one there. I was like, cool. Well, this is exciting. They're all in the fucking tuna aisle. Yeah, they were just like, let's congregate here. <laughs> fuck, <Yeah>. fuck Ben. <laughs> Bastards. Oh, shit. Yeah, fucking hell. What, what, else is, what else has happened? Well, the big news. I got swooped by a magpie. And it fucking did oh, some yeah. serious damage on the side of my head. <laughs> this will probably come out. This will be delayed. So you guys, will, you know, it'll be old news. But I was running and, you know, I actually got swooped by a crow as well, which I thought was unusual. But the crow was not like this crow was swooping me, you know, it was in a nice way. It was like, Ooh, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. And then like, like it He's swooped me. off his dance moves. Yeah, it swooped me for like. 500 meters as in like it would just from tree to tree and then yeah. like at the end I cottoned on like I'd turn around I'd point at it and it would like pull up and hang out <laughs> in the tree and then come back down later again and I'd point at it again and it would like shoot up into the tree but this magpie fucking it like I didn't didn't see it coming I was running you know and then all of a sudden it got I got hit on the side of the head and I was like what the fuck I was like fucking cunt got so bad and then I was running again and then it just fucking you know when birds fly into the window and you like hear it and you're like, oh my yeah. God, what happened? And the bird's like fucked up on the ground. That's what it did to my head. It was like, <laughs> and I was like, fuck. I was, it like rocked me. I was like, I genuinely felt like I got punched. And then I was running. I was like, fucking like, I was like running with my hands above my head. And then I ran probably another three Ks and I was like, I wonder if I'm, I'm bleeding. And then I was like, Oh, fuck I gotta kind of gotta like, go to the toilet so I'll stop and then I looked at my shirt and I had blood all over my shirt and I looked on my phone I took a picture of my face and I had blood fucking everywhere <laughs> I ran past a couple of people and I was like they would have thought I was a 
fucking madman <laughs> running away from like a wreckage some or something serial killer <sighs> but it spurred me to ask the question of like do you reckon it's counter counterintuitive for them to fucking swoop humans because i know for me i was like i got filled with immediate rage and i was like payback i'm gonna throw rocks at your nest yeah like i was like where's your nest i'm gonna climb up that tree and get it now because fuck you like don't swoop me <laughs> Is probably the rogue magpie who doesn't have a nest though. He's just bouncing from tree to tree. Yeah, he's like, fuck you, Tormenting people. Just sick of them. Meanwhile, T is feeding the magpies at her place. I, like, I love fucking magpies. Them. <laughs> they're so, like, they're so friendly. Like, they're like crows. Like, they hang mm. around. They're, they're, they're chill as. But then when they fucking swoop you, I'm like... <sighs> when I was living in Coldstream, um, they had like a Coldstream community Facebook page kind of thing. Yeah. And someone put out a post on that one day. They were like, oh, just warning, guys. The uh, It's it's magpie season. So if you're walking along this certain stretch of path, the, the magpie comes out at this time of year every year, you know, for the next two months. Just just be wary. I was like, what the hell? They've got a local magpie that they know about. Comes out two months of the year every year. Like, what the hell is this? You've seen I'll, it. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be fine. Went for a run down there that day. And same thing. Didn't get hit, but like got swooped like mad like it doesn't it doesn't stop it just harasses the hell yeah. out of you for like 500 meters doesn't give a shit yeah and then just once you're out of its territory doesn't care yeah so I you know planned all my running routes around that spot for the next like two months and then they posted again they're like hey all good magpies you know it's done it's all done season's over it's like oh cool so I went back and didn't get swooped again fucking hell <clears throat> I just pictured when you said that this notorious magpie I just pictured it like you know, like a cartoon cut and the magpie is like standing in front of a mirror and he's like, you know, like battle music's playing and he like fucking does like, puts his bandana, his uh, like yeah. headband on and he's like tightens it up and like gives himself some war paint and then he like fucking, he's like, gives himself like a fist in the mirror. He's like, you fucking got this. And he's like, ah! and then flies out and just starts fucking getting, getting runners like you and me. All the clueless ones who don't pay attention to their no. surroundings and just run. It's all right on a... I've been hit on my bike a couple of times. Like, they fucking hit you. They actually hit me. But I had a helmet on and I was like, okay. Like, scary, but pointless. So it's like, I don't care. I was going to say before, it's probably worse on your bike because it could knock you off if it hit you hard. But I suppose you got a helmet on. Yeah. So at least it's not going to hurt that bad. No, whereas like it fucking, yeah, it it got me. It was um, was funny. I made sure I woke Caitlin up. Like, I was going to just have a shower and wash all the blood off. And I was like, no, I'm going to wake her up and make it seem worse than it is. I was like, I was like, can you can you have a look? I got I got, I got swooped. I'm bleeding a little bit. And then, and then she's like, oh, oh, okay. She turned her light on. She's like, oh my god. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> didn't tell you that it was an eagle. Yeah. Fuck. But uh, yeah, it got absolutely rocked. Um, what other topics? What did what did I write down? Things that that's right. So we could have fucking touched on this when we we're talking about uh, Ben Affleck. Being, we could have transitioned into this when we're talking about Ben Affleck being like 90 kilos and pulling oh, himself up. But yeah. uh, but we've brought it up again now. So now natural segue. Yeah, natural segue <laughs> into celebrities taking PEDs or like steroids for movie roles. And like, I feel like it's, I don't know. I don't know why no one talks about it. Because it's obvious. Mm. Maybe it's a competition thing. Like there's, there's always... Comp- uh, talk about like steroids and peds in competition but i feel like that's because it gives you an unfair advantage yeah there's a rule that says no yeah whereas like they're not saying for any movies you can't take stuff although i feel like it kind of would give you an unfair advantage like chris hemsworth is a is a good looking dude so he gets more movies yeah no i don't don't feel like that's it 
it's but if, um, I, if I feel like if I had pipes like Chris Hemsworth, I could be an actor. Yeah, same. <laughs> Fucking oath. <laughs> if I well, if I got offered, if they were like, "Look, dude, you got to put on you know ten kilos of muscle in three months for this role," I would. You just got to take this. I'd be like, uh, "Okay." How much is this role going to give me? $30 million? Uh, yes. No worries. <laughs> to look more jacked? Yeah, I can do that. I can do that. No problem. You're going to give me a trainer. And yeah. like, it's probably, they're probably going to be overseen by doctors as well. So it's not like you're going to be taking this fucking shit that some dude's selling you, you know, at the local gym. Like it's probably going to be, you know, prescribed well. Yeah. To get yeah. jacked. Because it's, I feel like because it's never spoken about, this is what we were talking about earlier in the week, is like, I wonder how much, like, how much of it is actually, like, PEDs and steroids and stuff, or how yeah. much of it is just, like, these people have, you know, the best of the best nutritionists and trainers and stuff in the yeah, world. True. Maybe they're just they doing are. absolutely everything right. Yeah. But, I don't mm-hmm. know, it's the, the major body transformations, like Christian Bale going from, like, his Batman body to his... What was that? Psycho the, American Psycho or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going with American Psycho body, like yeah. that is a huge transformation. Definitely not a healthy one. No, like no chance. I feel like actors are the the unspoken, you know, bodybuilding champions of the world. Yeah, when it comes to changing your your body shape and structure, those guys are incredible. Yeah, fucking earth. And well, like I guess the main one would be The Rock too. Like mm. you know, no one ever really. It's never really a topic that's spoken about, but he would be for sure on gear. Yeah. The dude's fucking massive. You know, and like... 55 or something. Like. Yeah, he's got muscle upon muscle upon... Yeah, the dude trains, but... How old is he? You Fact know, you, you don't get that much fucking muscle just by hitting the gym. Like, you you get a certain amount, but you're going to top out. And like, the dude's fucking... Lives a pretty crazy lifestyle, as in like... Ooh, doesn't... Shame. shame on me, he's 49. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he doesn't sleep like... Well, what you see is he doesn't really sleep heaps too. So you mm. would assume, well, I would assume, me, that he's probably taken shit for recovery. So he might be training hard, but he's probably taken PEDs to help with recovery and shit like that so that his body actually does respond to the training as opposed to him just getting burnt out. Mm. I think the telltale sign would be that his So he's 49, fact-checking came back, um, <laughs> is that he's 49 and still only getting bigger and stronger. Yeah, like true. If, if, <laughs> if he was, like we were talking about last week, like if, if you get to, you know, 30 and your testosterone starts to taper off, like yeah. would, would we take some? He's been, you know, 20 years deep in his testosterone ta- uh, tapering off, all his growth hormone and everything reducing, like... It's getting bigger. <laughs> and he's, he's still getting bigger and stronger as he gets older. Like I, I would say that's probably the main telltale sign is that, that, I don't know. Or maybe it's just his giant stack of pancakes. Who knows? I don't really plan on taking steroids, so maybe I'll eat pancakes when I'm 50 and see if I'm massive. See how that, see if that works. I do enjoy pancakes. Yeah. Yeah, like, on the topic of steroids and, like, you know, would you or not, I, like, I've thought about it before. I've thought about it, like, you know, in your darkest hour, you're always like, how can I make this easier? Or me. How can I make this easier? How can I, you know, get to that level I want to get to without having to put in all the work? And then every single time, that I've thought of that, I've come back to the same resolution of like, nah, it would just ruin it for me. And then I would lose something that I love to do. I would lose like, I would lose that love that I have for training and hard work and stuff because I just feel like it would just shit on it. Taking something to make it easier and give me the reward that I've, you know, try hard to get. Mm. It would just shit on it. And then I would lose this 
I don't know. Like I feel like I'm so grateful. I'm so, I'm grateful to be able to train and do all that kind of stuff because it brings me so much joy. To shit on that and lose it over something you know pointless like it's for no it would be for no reason other than my own ego would be silly. Mm. I think the thing for me is I would hate to taint my results. Like if like I sort of want to get to the end of my life and look back and be like yeah you know what everything I achieved I achieved through you know hard work and nutrition or sleep yeah. or whatever. Like you still have to work hard if you're on steroids. By no means do you just take them and end up being massive. Nah. But at the same time, like if you've done one cycle, two cycle, three cycle, whatever, however many you've done, you would never really know how much of that's natural, like natural result, or how much of that's been assisted by the steroids. So at the yeah. end of your end of your life, you'd look back and be like, look, I don't, I don't actually really know how much of that was was all was me. You? Yeah. Or how much was sort of like the quote. Um, Oh, let me find it. Like it resonates. It doesn't, um, like to say that as soon as you stop, it just disappears is silly. Like it resonates. You still maintain some of that strength. You still maintain some of that muscle density. You may not retain, retain at all. Um, but you like, even if you retain fucking 10%, that's huge. Is it not? Like, yeah. Well, in terms of, you know, if you're making like 1% gains every year or two years, like yeah. obviously you make your beginner gains, but after that after after you make those beginning gains and stuff and you know you have a high level of skill and now it's actually coming down to building muscle mass and whatever else like i don't know i feel like the percentage increase is like one percent a year maybe uh, it's yeah. definitely not an accurate statistic but if you could do 10 percent a year that is huge yeah fucking earth. um but the quote i was thinking of was a socrates quote no man has the right to be an amateur in the matter of physical training it is a shame for a man to grow old without seeing beauty the beauty and strength of which his body is capable so I'd hate to grow old and see the beauty and the strength that you know I've achieved, but also be like, eh, was some it of that was just injected beauty and strength. Yeah, <laughs> I like that quote though. That's fucking cool. Like you should, you should push yourself. Like I, yeah, I, it fucking sucks when I see people that don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm biased because I love training and it's like a big part of my fucking life. It's brought me so much. It's brought me all like nearly all the good things I have in my life. Training yeah. has literally brought all of them to me. Well, like, even if people, you know, people know that they should eat some vegetables because it's good for their health. Like, you don't have to do training or anything just because it's your hobby or because you love it. Like, you should do it for your health as a, yeah. as a bare minimum. Like, even if you absolutely hate training, like, you probably hate vegetables too, but you know you should eat them, you know, to have a healthy life. You should also exercise the same way, even if you dislike it. Like we were saying last week, you just need to find the form of exercise that you enjoy. Yes. And then just fucking do it. I don't know. It doesn't have to be stupid. Like that's, I think that's a problem. Like so many people think that it's that way or the high, like that way or the highway. Like same as, you know, people going vegan. They think they have to be a hundred percent vegan or nah, fuck it. I'm going to be kind of like, you have to be all in or all out. Like there's no in between, but it's, you're wrong. There's an in between. Just have me, you know, once or twice a week yeah. or once a month, whenever or, you want it. Like you don't have to fucking be all in or all out. The same as training. You can train fucking two or three times a week, once, mm. once a week. You don't have to train twice a day, every day. That's some people do that, but you know, you don't have to fucking do it. You can train whatever, like anything is better than nothing. So if you're not training at the moment and you go for the next five weeks and you go for one walk a week on a fucking Sunday, that's fantastic that's gains yeah literally that's gains that's the definition of gains yeah that's the fun part about starting anything as well is you get the oh. beginner gains it's always it's so good starting yeah. stuff yeah well i think we do we we spoke about this this week didn't we uh, as in know. not on the podcast but just in oh. general 
Possibly. I feel like you just because I, I I remember using the example. It was either with you or it was someone else. I used the example of yoga and like finding these stretching poses that I'm getting into, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Like I suck at these, but I did yoga this morning after my ride, mm. and I did one of the poses, and I was like. I can actually hold this and it doesn't feel like I'm in excruciating pain (laughs) for the entire fucking 30 seconds. Like the newbie gains are the best. Mm. Literally in anything. I feel like anything you do starts with skill acquisition. Yeah. And then once you've acquired the skill to do something, then then it relies. Yeah. Then you're more relying on your actual physical abilities. But like, it's so good with seeing people come into the gym and you know, they squat for the first time it's like oh man that that looks like shit let me help you <laughs> and then you, you correct a few things here and there and then all of a sudden like they're just loading up weights over the next like seven or eight weeks and they're like man i'm getting so strong so quick this is great but all, really all it is is they're just getting more technically proficient at yeah, the, the actual st- skill of squatting yeah the strength was there they just had to apply the strength in the right way mm. to um you know utilize it I feel like a lot of people hit that initial plateau as well like they have their beginner gains then they hit that first plateau of where they're like they've their skill is almost at its at its ceiling it's now coming down to physical ability and they're like mm, maybe this is not for me i'm not getting good anymore yeah. like maybe I'll, I'll go you know change sports i'll go do something else whereas to sit in something like master the skill of it or even just get very proficient at the skill of it and then stay and try and get better after you've hit that then yeah that's the that's the admirable work there. Yeah, that's where you find like that's where I think you know the long lasting the the war heroes the fucking guys that are you know mm. in day in day out that's where you find them. Yeah, you know fighting for two years to put on fucking like, five kilos of their on their one rep max like yeah, that's where you find them because it is it's about that's where like consistency dedication all comes into it because mm. like you know you can get your newbie gains by show, just showing up and going through the motions almost. And just as long as you apply yeah. some of the things you've learned, you'll be fine. But to actually get real gains once you hit that that plateau, you've got to fucking you've got to be on. You, you can't be you can't just float. Yeah, float through. I admire Mr. Matt Minesta for that. If he's listening, oh yeah, man, he's man. been he's been hustling. He for... fucking oath he has. How, how long? When did he first join the legislature? Uh, I feel like he's always just been there. But he was one just of the spike like, furniture. We used to yeah, we used to train. Well, you would be working or training at like mm. stupid o'clock in the morning. It would be like 4... Th- when did we used to train? It was like 4.30? 5. 4.35. finish at like 9.30. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, yeah. It was like early as fuck. But he was always... It was Matt was always in the early crew and he was like... He's, what is he like? Fucking... He was 17. Yeah, he would have been 17 or so at the time. Like he was, he's probably he like was 20 now. Before he went to school. Yeah. He was always in there before school. Um, moving some big fucking weights for, for his age always heavier than what I could do and then like I remember he was like I remember spotting him once on his 3RM fucking bench or a 2 rep bench at 100 kilos yeah and it was like a struggle now he's hitting like 140 yeah he's just been working his ass off Mm. and it's that's the thing like he probably I won't say maxed out there's always room for more skill but he'd be in like the 99th percentile of his of his skill level for his squat and his deadlift and his bench press or whatever but he's still for, for reference, he's a powerlifter. So yes. Yeah. He probably should have framed that at the start. Yeah, true. But I, I think powerlifting is one of those disciplines where people jump into thinking this will be awesome. And because barbell stuff is such a skill-based thing, they can make a lot of gains based off just getting better at the skill of barbell movements. Yeah. But as soon as they hit that ceiling, then it actually comes down to, you know, what do you eat? How do you sleep? What do you... Do you supplement with stuff? Like, can you recover from your training loads? 
And when it comes to actually improving your physical abilities and capabilities and capacity, that's when people usually bow out. But Matt's been just grinding for the last few years. Yeah, it's been just, going fucking ham. Yeah, just little little improvements here and there. But now, whatever, three years down the track, he is one strong dude. Fucking earth. I, I reckon if I put some of the weight that he puts on his back on mine, mine would snap. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, like I was doing box squats at 90 like i did four reps at 90 like they felt good which i wanted today i was like i can't i'm not gonna go heavy i was gonna do them at 100 or 110 but i was like no nah, i want them to feel strong i don't want to feel like i'm gonna snap my spine mm. um that felt good but yeah he'd be doing what what's he fucking back squat? it's like 200 something he'd, he'd be benching 90 yeah yeah i don't know he's benching 150 so he'd be squatting that's insane fact check it's always like I saw another post um, this week, and it was like it was the it, the general gist of it was basically like you don't realize the importance of food until you do you have performance go- performance based goals. Like I felt like yes. I feel like for me aesthetically, when I was struggling with my eating disorder, the um, I didn't have any performance based goals. It was all aesthetic, and then you don't you don't like, if you don't give a fuck about your performance, then it doesn't really matter, does it? No, you just eat. Uh... You know, because you're meant to have three square meals a day. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But once you start, once you throw a performance into it, then it's like, fuck, you have to eat. Like <laughs> now on my rides, I'm like, I, like before, you know, I was all around the mindset. of like, I wouldn't eat while training because why would you fucking eat while training? But now it's like, if I don't eat on my ride, I ain't making it home. I ain't making it back, man. And yeah. then if I got to run, forget it. I'm dead. I feel like people often fear carbs as well until you start yeah. thinking about performance based eating and then carbs just go through the roof yeah literally and like well especially vegan diet is all carbs all the carbs <laughs> all carbs and you know there's always there was and that fucking no, no protein of course because you can't get protein yeah, I'm, pro- I'm very protein protein yeah. deficient i need to probably do a podcast on on that hey on my veganism my vegan diet mm-hmm. um and how protein deficient and malnourished i am (laughs) i feel like so many people will get joy out of seeing that or hearing that and being like oh this guy is fucking wasting away (laughs) ah sucked in (laughs) sucked in get lots of protein Mm. you end up finding how much he back squats he's doing the last video he posted i think it was this morning he's four weeks out from a competition that's probably not going to go ahead due to covid stuff uh wonderful um poor dude um but yeah, he was squatting and deadlifting upwards of 210, 220 for reps. So they're not even maxes. Wonderful. So, <laughs> <laughs> so far more than. So divide I that by like imagine. seven, then that's probably upwards of our one rep max. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Fuck. Well, what did we hit the other day? That was heavy. I didn't feel full. I didn't hit depth like before. Oh, we... squatting. Yeah. Uh, 125. 125. Cool. That's, I'm pretty happy with that. I haven't squatted heavy in ages. Like my squat's my worst technique wise. Like I'm trying to, it's getting better. It is, I'm fucking slowly getting better at it. Um, but yeah, it's my worst technique wise. Worst movement. Mm. 
Probably another thing. I feel like people are afraid to be bad at things, even though they're not in their discipline. Like your yeah. discipline is like run, swim, ride. Yeah. Run, run, swim, ride. I did say that right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas, and the, you know, people who are training for Ironman's like, oh, I don't want to talk about squats with people because, you know, my I've got a pretty bad squat. It's like, well, you're not meant to be good at your squat. You're meant to be no. good at cycling and running and, and swimming. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, why should you be great at a squat? That's The squat's an accessory. Yeah, it's a you know something to keep you a you enjoy your strength training, but yeah. also like b keep your hips, quads, hammies, everything strong for your cycling and just for your life in general. And a bit of muscle. Yeah, a bit of muscle. <laughs> muscle's good. Looking sexy is always good. Yeah, otherwise I wouldn't be doing bicep curls. But yeah, I feel like people often want to be great at everything and in turn end up being great at nothing. Yeah, which like in some cases is all right, but generally you want to I don't know. If you, you, you yeah. want to, you don't want to waste your resources. Yeah, and you don't want to. I don't know. Being how to summarize. You don't want to be a generalist if it means that you actually end up being bad at everything. Yes. If you try and be great at everything and you fall short and you're good at everything, that's I feel right. I feel like that's okay, yeah. but that takes a lot of effort and a lot of energy to put energy into so many different categories. Yeah. Like. At the moment, I've just totally dropped off my running volume because all the events and stuff are cancelled at the moment, so I've just kind of canned it. I'm in a rare state where I'm not working, so my calorie expenditure in a day is way lower, so I'm actually able to eat the amount of calories I need to to be in a surplus to put on some muscle. So I've just sort of totally dropped running and been like, oh man, I can put on some, some weight and some muscle for the first time in ever. Like Whenever I'm working, I just can't keep up with the amount of calories that I burn during work. Yeah. So I thought, stuff it. I'm just going to set running aside for the minute and now I'm just going to go into a bit of a, a muscle building phase and just focus on that. Fuck yeah. Awesome. And like, it kind of sucks to be worse at running. Like I went for a run on Sunday and it just <laughs> felt terrible. <laughs> the whole time I just had to think like run, uh, run as if someone's chasing you just to try and keep myself a little bit fast. Um, what, was I, what was I tying that back to? Food and performance. I think. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know what else. Maybe I was just on a tangent. Um, maybe. I can't remember. Oh, no, like specializing in stuff. Yes, that's the one. Um, but yeah, if I was to try and keep up the amount of like strength work and hypertrophy training I'm doing at the moment and put the runs in as well, I would just be doing too much. It's too much energy. I wouldn't be able to sustain it. Yeah. So in trying to be great at everything, I would probably burn out and then just be really bad at everything. And then end up not doing anything. Yeah. For a long time and then having to try and start again. <laughs> yeah. Whereas if you just, you know, you do a little bit of running, a little bit of weight training, a little bit of swimming and a little bit of yoga or whatever, then you can, I do believe you can be good at a lot of things. I feel like and, and in sustainable moderation. And then like it probably comes back to the deload thing too. Like if you're doing mm. like for Ironman training, you're trying to balance three disciplines. You need to like, that's why I have a coach to balance all three like there are weeks so the way it kind of works is you know i will probably build my ride first so you know for for, say four weeks for example i will be building my ride to a certain point it might be to like five five hours or six hours or so uh, on the weekend like a long ride on the weekend then that ride will probably peg back to four four and a half and then i will build my run My, my total run volume over the week will build up to you know 60, 60, 70 Ks or whatever. And then the last is always a swim because you you lose your swim after a week. Like if you don't swim yeah. for a week, it's gone. It's like gone. you lose it. It's insane. So the last to build will be my swim and that'll build up to like whatever distance you're doing. Probably doubled. So I'll probably build up for a half Ironman, build up to 4 Ks, 
you know, of solid efforts. It might be like 400s or 800s. And then, you know, you race. Mm. You got to stagger it. Like you can't, like for you now, running is not a priority. You're staggering. You're, you're staggering it. Yeah. You're still doing some running. Mm. But um, your majority of your training is strength hypertrophy stuff. Yeah. Bias it towards... Yeah, I feel like you can keep everything going. You just need to have a focus bias of yeah. like, you know, you're, you're whatever you're pushing your cycling, your running drops off a little, but it stays there. Yeah. Like my running drops off a little, my hypertrophy training increases, I lean towards that, but everything is still there. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you don't want to lose, like you don't want to lose it completely. No, nah, you want to keep touch of stuff. Yeah. Like Chris Henshaw says, um, he's like, once you acquire a skill, you should never lose it. Yes. Which is, I heard that in reference to double unders for CrossFitters, which is definitely something we were both guilty of. I lost them. I yeah. lost, can't do single because, unders. Yeah. <laughs> we both, you know, the focus became double unders because that was the more difficult skill. And then we just punched them for ages, got real good at double unders, but then went back to doing singles and just couldn't get, I don't know about for you, but for me, it was timing. Yeah. I just wanted to go quicker every time because I was thinking yeah. about getting And then like you again. end up jumping really high. Yeah. And for, getting like one and a half done. Yeah. And, and then landing on the rope. Yeah. Like I even, I don't even, oh, maybe I should try and do them now. Cause it's been like the last time I did double unders when I did my yeah. calf and then <laughs> never have done it since. but it's been like a year. Maybe I should try and do singles, single unders now and see if I've, you know, it's kind of reset and I can do them. Mm, hopefully. But yeah, I feel like with training, you can only train as hard as you can recover, which is all no matter what your discipline is. That's always yeah. a, the overlying thing. Yeah, it my, is. My thought process on the way here was, um, I wrote it. Somewhat wrote it down. I was relating like financial investments to programming. So like when you're programming your your sessions and you're thinking like, oh, do I should I do more or should I do less or whatever? Like your recovery is kind of like your debt. If you owe anything to your recovery, like if you go to invest something and you go see a financial advisor, the first question they ask is like, all right, how much debt do you have? What do you owe? Ooh. So like if you were going into programming something, like, oh, what? right, what am I going to program this week? Like, well, what recovery do I owe to, you know, last week or yesterday or whatever? Like, are my quads still absolutely trashed from something I did on Friday? Like if they are, you got to pay off your debts first. You got to recover your quads before you go investing in your quads again. Fucking rate that so much. That's yeah. such a good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> but then I was thinking as well, like once you have paid off your debts, like what is the next step? The yeah. next step is going to be where can you save money before you go investing? Yeah. Okay. So if you can save stuff, it's like, okay, what is the minimal effective dose for training? What can I take out of, um, what can I take out of my training that I, is, you know, is not super necessary? Like, yeah. You know, my running volume at the moment, it's not a focus. So I don't need to do my Tuesday or Thursday run. I just need to do my Sunday run, a bit of base cardio, yeah. take out the other two, and that'll allow me to train harder, you know, hypertrophy during the week. Yeah, fucking know. Or even inside the hypertrophy sessions, like, you know, if, if quads were super cooked from last week, maybe just give the old squats and lunges and stuff a rest for the first few days and then hit that harder later in the week. Yeah, I like that. It's su- That's super applicable to Ironman shit as well. Like if you're training for a full Ironman, the purpose of the training is to just get in the time. Mm. Get it in. So like, you know, on a Monday, you still have to train. But, you know, you come in after after doing a weekend, which is, you know, the biggest thing. Yeah, you probably run thing. fucking two and a half hours on the Sunday. You've probably ridden for five and run for 40 or an hour on the Saturday. Mm. So you come into the Monday and generally it's like, nah, just get through the session. Like there's going to be a session programmed, but the goal or the purpose is just get through it and get the mm. volume in. doesn't matter. Like it's probably generally a swim and then probably a run or something, but like just get through it yeah, get and the, get, the, get time the time in the bank. In. That's yeah. it. That's the important thing. Not, 
like because if you go and try and blow yourself to pieces trying to hit it and get injured then you that's going to be more far more detrimental to your training than mm. doing it at 70 percent instead of 100 yeah just getting the minimal effective dose in for that monday yeah or just the whole time and Literally. i feel like it's all about just building up what your minimal effective dose is yeah, uh, yeah. Increasing your ability to withstand volume and whatnot. Same as the like immune system. Just yeah, you, know, you slowly expose yourself to a bunch of germs, mm. and then you become immune. Like kids to who, a bunch of shit. Like kids who don't play in the dirt. Yeah, always get you know, sick when they're young. Always get sick. They probably. When I feel like that's this could be super fucking controversial, but who knows? Hopefully, no one listening actually gives a shit. But I feel like people with asthma were never the kids. Or people with like asthma and allergies were never the kids playing mm. in the dirt. They were always the kids inside. Yeah. Like with all Maybe those... Not being exposed to pollen yeah, and whatever else. Not being exposed to all the shit. Like they're always the ones like locked up indoors. Whereas, you know, the kids that aren't really allergic to a bunch of shit are the ones outside like eating worms, rolling around in <laughs> fucking shit, like playing with dogs. Yeah. I wonder what the correlation is. If you're listening and you have asthma and you did... Yeah. Play outside much. Oh, either way, whether you did or didn't. Uh, message in, call in. We should have like a call in. That'd be cool. Thing. <laughs> You're live on the line. <laughs> towing the line. Yeah. Oh, and then the line makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've just stepped over the line. Just hang them up. But yes. Be We'd be very segment. interested to hear the, the correlations between yeah, that. If that's any, like, I love, I'd love to just have an unlimited budget and run all these stupid science experiments. I had one oh, that... would be wicked. Oh, I, I said this to Caitlin the other day because she got her first dose of the vaccine and I think she was in the high-risk category for blood clots. I think females mm-hmm. in like our age range are in oh. high risk. And I was like, that seems weird. And then I, my next question was kind of like, is there, do you reckon there's any correlation between the reason their high-risk category is because like that and the pill maybe? Yeah, potentially. My first thought was like because their primary sex hormones are more active from yeah, that would make whatever more sense. eighteen to thirty. Yeah. Let's call that the average. Definitely no expert on. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like that's that would be their primary ovulating years. So yeah, so maybe because there is more fucking movement in the blood realm. I don't know. Potentially, yeah. Or you might be onto something with the pill because that's that can change a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'd love to run a bunch of experiments like that. I'd love to be like mm. in charge of the... Okay, we're going to run this experiment. We're not going to do that. It's like, <laughs> no, no, that's not important. We need the important shit to be tested. <laughs> like how many French fries could you put up your nose <laughs> while still managing to eat a, you know, a fucking cheese, a cheese <laughs> burger? I going to say eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. Um, I watched... Oh, yeah, you go. I watched... Um, so Tom Segura and his wife, Christina, they do a podcast... Uh, it's called Your Mum's House, and they do every you know every now and then they'll do Your Mum's House live, which is a live stream, and they show the most fucked up videos. Oh, like they could, they do this thing called the heavy segment, and they show like the most fucked up videos. The heavy stuff. Yeah, the real fucked up stuff. Like people were leaving, people were dry reaching and just walking out. They filmed it in a like a sta- uh, not a stadium, but like a theater. There were probably like a couple of hundred people there, and people were just getting up and like <laughs> and like walked out. It was. Fuck some of the videos. I'm not gonna tell any of the really bad ones, but like You told me during the week it's it's the R rated stuff. Oh, it's fucked. It's disgusting. There was one of them though that made me want to vomit. <laughs> Ironically. Was <laughs> this person had their like you could see this person's face just lying in a bucket and I was like, What's going on here? And then all of a sudden it looked like what I thought was like, you know, I don't know, like like someone's phlegm landing on their face. But turns out it was, <laughs> you know, 
this person had paid to lie down in a bucket and have someone vomit like Ooh. bread on their face. Ugh. And I was like, <laughs> whatever you're into, man, but I believe now. <laughs> the fuck? I was like, I, I couldn't watch. It was, I was like, <laughs> I feel like our generation's probably a little desensitized to that. Like, instead of eating worms and playing in dirt as kids, we were watching Two Girls, One Cup. So we're a little yeah, we're like, desensitized yeah, to that nonsense. That, that fucked up stuff is like, yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah. But um, yeah, there was some pretty fucked up stuff. The la- I haven't told you about the last one. The last one was fucked. Or well, the second last one. The last one was. Tom having his, um, like he had oh. nerve surgery, and you could see them like stimulating. It was so funny. You could see them stimulating the different nerves. The mm. doctor was in there with like it, and one of them was like the exterior rotation, and like mm. he hit the nerve, and it, his hand was like just wanted to turn over. Mm. It was wild. That's sick. Like the, you could see the little like the little tendon. It was like a fucking the headphones cord. Yeah, yeah. and he like hit it with this little like electric current fucking thing and his arm just wanted to turn i was like that's fucking bonkers yeah it's wicked you'd be learning all that shit yeah well that was unfortunately we're not on campus for any of it but we were meant to do heaps of work with cadavers which for those who don't know i was surprised how many people don't know what cadavers are they're basically just dead bodies that have been donated to to science or universities or whatever (laughs) if someone that you saw like at the cafe freak regularly was like donated their body and then you were yeah. like what it's, oh it's steve peter <laughs> so that's what you look like uh-huh. um, yeah well the, i don't know if they're meant to have faces or not like obviously you have to learn some head <laughs> just and, peel the face some off head anatomy yeah um but in the first week that we saw him we only got to see him for one week um and then we went into lockdown again oh. but in that first week there was one like one of the cadaver specimens had half of their face still there and same thing there was people just passing out falling <laughs> on the floor and just leaving because we were only learning upper limb anatomy at the time so we were expecting to just see some arms you know some shoulders some yeah. shoulder blades and stuff and then this one specimen just happened to still have their head on and people were just like gagging leaving left right and center <laughs> so people passing out like quick roll them over <laughs> oh, <shit>. fucking hell <laughs> um, so yeah that was interesting but yeah super crazy how for me it was interesting how tough like nerves and stuff are like you're saying like a lot of them are just the thickness of like yeah your, your earphone cables yeah fuck all. but like the student helpers would come over and they'd be like all right we're trying to identify this structure so if we you know lift this muscle and they'd just be ripping muscles out to the side and you're like we just drag these nerves out of the way and they're just super aggressively pulling on stuff you're like whoa, 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 whoa. you're gonna you're gonna you're snap gonna something you're gonna yeah. ruin this you know important specimen they're like oh no no it's fine it's tough you know yeah, give me your finger and you, they, you know, hook your finger underneath it and they start pulling on your hand. They're like, see how strong it is? You're like, wait, no, don't Ew. involve me in breaking this stuff. I don't want to break it. Oh, fucking hell. But yeah, it's crazy how strong a lot of the stuff in our body is. Because like, I always think that our skin is like our tough exterior. Yeah. And then inside we're just, just mush. Weak. That's, yeah. It's probably the other way around. Skin's yeah. Skin's just skin, like, skin's eh, it's, like it's like the crumple zone on a car. Yeah, legit. The cars are That's made like good, uh, weak as piss. Yeah. Just to crumple and kind of absorb mm. the impact and protect the strong shit on the inside. Yeah. Like the fascia around muscles was insane. The guy like sort of stripped back a couple layers and he's like, here's like one layer of fascia and it just looks like it's almost like rice paper, but crazy, crazy thin. Um Fuck. but then he would like tell you to try and tear it. You try and tear it and it's just it's super elastic super rubbery. Like you could stretch it in any direction. It just wouldn't actually tear. So to actually tear your fucking muscle, you must be doing you're some... You're putting some serious load through that. Fuck. Yeah. But yeah, it was insane feeling like these teeny, teeny, tiny structures be so strong. It's like if you're in a, you know, in a lab and you were trying to create some sort of product that is the same. Yeah. Like, 
you know, rice paper tears super easily. You like, wet it and it's like, yep, fuck, I'm just going to... Yeah, it's useless. <laughs> like if we were to try and create some of the, you know, structures inside of our body and make them be as flexible yet as strong as what they are, like, I don't think we could do it. So like no. Spider-Man and his web. Yeah. And his web's like ultimate tensile strength, but it's super flexible as yeah. well. Like, well, like Spider's web. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. For the size, like, it's, it's crazy. That's why nature trumps humans all the fucking mm. time like it's just the way we're fucking designed and built no one designed well actually what if we were designed by someone who's really smart yeah you did have Lucifer written down didn't you yeah I'm up to last episode oh you Probably. haven't watched it yet no nah. did you like it I, like, I fucking broke down bad in the second last and then I think I broke down bad in the last I fucking got me that was real sad ending yeah. the show I was alright for the second last one but we got the last one. That'll be very big because I know it's the end of the season as well. Yeah, yeah. It's always the I emotional. Know, yeah, you know, of finishing I, it. You're like, fuck. I find I'm usually pretty good, and then like as soon as it ends and the credits roll, it's like, oh cool, next episode. Oh, oh wait, that's that it was, that forever. Was it. Yeah, it's like no, 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 all good. I'll wait till next week. There'll be another one. Like, no, no, I have don't, to pick something else to watch. Now. Yeah, I don't get to see Lucifer again. Mm. It's have, fuck. Have you watched? Uh, Squid Game, the Squid Game. I was, I, I saw know. that. Is it North, good? Uh, yeah. So I, it's North North Korean. That's Korean. So it's yeah. another language, and it's obviously Australian. Uh, yeah, like, I saw they dubbed. Dubbed. they dubbed. They dubbed over because I was like, <laughs> "What is this guy's mouth not lining up with the?" Ah, oh, it must be another language. Yeah. Which normally I just I can't stand that sort of stuff. But yeah. T really enjoys Korean shows because she likes the storyline of them. And yeah. I've, I've never watched anything to actually get it, but the. I feel like they're actually pretty good because like like we were saying before every movie has the same structure I feel like the North Korean Hollywood industry or whatever whatever yeah. you want to call it like movie industry um, does things really differently and cool. stories just don't go where you think they're going to go but yeah Squid Game was kind of cool it was sort of like a like a Hunger Games kind of thing there's like yep. a, a bunch of players there's a big cash prize um and they play, a, you know, a series of games, but obviously the games aren't just like, oh, you're eliminated, go home. It's like, if you're eliminated, you die. Either <laughs> either you lose and you get shot or you die somehow participating in the game. Like, fucking hell. So, yeah, it was actually, it was super interesting. Um, and you kind of get over the, the dubbed version. Um, you, you, like, I'm used to it with watching Dragon Ball and yeah, like anime true. and stuff. Like, their mounds never move the same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's kind of good because there's a lot of masks and stuff in it as well. Because obviously, like the people who run the game are all their identifiers are hidden. Yeah, I, I saw so that. So whenever they're talking, it's fine because you actually can't see their Yeah, it's just like moving. a speaker. Yeah, so it's only the players that you can actually t- see it in. But yeah, I was just cruising past. T was watching. I was like, what the hell are you watching? And then I saw the trailer for it the next day on Netflix. And I was like, yeah, it actually looks pretty good. Then she was watching it in bed one night. And I was just like... I don't know what I was doing. Probably watching YouTube. I was just having a little peek over. Peek over. I was like, I'm actually going to close my phone. Yeah, and, I'm in now. this? Yeah. And then I was hooked. I was like, hey, when you watch your next episode, you, uh, you let me know. Yeah. Is it? I'll so swing by. TV show? Yeah, TV show. There's only Fuck one yeah. season at the moment, but apparently it's blown up on Netflix and around the world or whatever. So I'm guessing there'll be a season two. Fuck. Yeah. I would love to know if there's going to be a Kingdom season four. For anyone who's watched it, it's uh, like an MMA series. And it was wicked. I can't remember who had it at the start. Like, and one of the... One, one of the like American ones. Like HBO or yeah, NBC some, or something, something like that. Something like that. And then they lost their funding or something after season three. I don't Fuck, know. It I don't sounds like, know sounds like Lucifer at the start. Yeah. But then Netflix put it up semi-recently. And same thing. It, it blew up on Netflix yeah. if you were watching it. So, 
Hopefully Netflix or something buys that out and does Fuck another yeah. season. But if you guys haven't seen Jay Cutler's rig off that, he's, that's not his name, he's, a, he's an actor. But dude is shredded. Jay Cutler. Uh, um, have you seen... Jay oh, Cutler? That's Jay not Cutler's right. a wrestler. Who the hell's... Yeah. Um, man, the... Um, oh, no. Uh, the Witcher. Jay. Witcher. You watch that? Oh, yes. That's coming out soon. I've seen that. I think that's coming out next month. Um, there was fucking hell. Did you watch Tenant as well? Jake Alina. Shame on me for forgetting that. Um, yes, I did. You did? Yeah. Fuck yes. If Big you haven't Tenet. seen Tenant, watch it. It's fucking wild. And watch it. Make sure when you when you are, there is zero distractions. Don't be on if, your phone because... Like, if you miss a sentence... You're fucked. You're lost. Yep. You have no idea what's going on. Like I was paying every, every so much attention matters. and yeah. it was like, what was that? We've got to go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, legit. Like I would sneeze and be like, ah, oh, crap, I missed something. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those movies where you're like, fuck, that was so good. I wonder if you could just watch it in like in reverse and if it would actually still like work. Actually work. Yeah. Like it was one of those fucking great, it was just insane. The amount of work that would have gone into that. Mm, bonkers. Huge. That dude was a wicked actor as well. Yeah. Mad respect for when you see actors like that and be like, oh, I have no idea who this is. Never seen this guy before. Yeah. And they're just incredible talent. Just like, crush cool. it. Wherever the industry found you, they have done well. Yeah. And what do you reckon? They've just got scouts going around to people's schools, like checking out just, the drama class. This guy's really good as Peter Pan. Like, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to mark him down. Except when they go to the 21 Jump Street school. They're yeah. like, this is a useless Peter this, Pan. This guy's useless. Uh, he's breaking all the strings. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, wonder if they'll actually come out with a, a, a 23. 23. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. How did the second one end? Um, oh, the second one was like a post credit scene and they had like all the fucking jump streets. They had like 23 jump street and they like oh, moved down the block and right. it was like another church and then like yeah. they got to some stupid fucking number. <laughs> I do remember that. So I was like, oh, this is nothing to go by because they're obviously just taking the piss. Yeah. They could just come out with 50 Jump Street and 50, go from there. Yeah, true. Another good movie I watched recently was Rise of the Planet of the Apes. That was good. Ooh, it's great. I'm going to watch the whole all mm. three. Um, but it was interesting. My cousin showed me, he's like, yeah, you got to watch the intro to... It's either the second or the third one. I can't remember which one. He's like, it's, you know... I've seen the movie before. He's like, but just watch it with the current landscape of the world. It's scary as... And it literally goes through... It's like a little scratchy intro scene. It's kind of like a... Call of Duty Black Ops old school kind of theme like some red fuzzy screens and whatever um, with like a voiceover and just playing scenes of the world just burning and turning to shit basically but it's talking about like the virus that's spreading around the world and people are forced to quarantine and people aren't allowed out of their homes Um, hospitals are getting overrun and blah 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 like (laughs) just watching it it was like oh well, this is uh, this is kind of exactly what's going on right now. Fuck! If the apes went to take over, we'd be so fucked because they are so strong. Oh, I am all about it. Did you like? I would hopefully just let my long hair down and just pretend like I'm Tarzan, and they'd like, oh, hopefully oh, take oh. me in. They take you in. I'd try and be mates with them straight away. Did <laughs> I tell you that? Like, oh, I heard this story somewhere. It would have been on a podcast, and it was about this like this guy was reading in this restaurant, like it was an Italian restaurant, and they had like a tribute to all these famous Italian wrestlers on the wall and he was reading about this italian lady that fought like a chimp or a monkey or something and it was like this you know like he was reading down and it was this you know they set it up at this stadium and it was this big spectacle she was going to fight this um monkey or it was either a chimpanzee i think it was a chimpanzee Mm. and she was going to fight this chimp for a banana in a cage match 
and it was like the banana was at the top of this ladder and like you know she was set up in one corner the monkey was set up in the other corner and then like you know it was like ding 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 go time and he just snapped her neck and got the banana <laughs> this is over. and it was it like there was yeah. no it was not it was just like ding, ding snap, snap banana. banana great like Thanks. see you later the, the raw power like we have such a like we think you know we think power lifters are strong all right like yeah, a, a no chimpanzee you could just fucking start juggling people yeah legit like the world's strongest power lifter whoever it currently is probably has the strength of like a three-year-old gym <laughs> yeah literally like fuck like I've, I've seen you see videos online of like little baby monkeys like they smack their owner on the head and the guy's like fuck because <laughs> they just got like that fucking you know that raw animal strength mm. like we don't have an understanding of what that's like like they've got yeah. it like you think of deer and elk and shit like that like they've got to live outside in the yeah. cold all day like they're tough as fuck man mm. literally every animal has to yeah. brave the brave nature brave the elements whereas we just build we think we're smart so we build houses and hide yeah. inside but great generations of that now we're soft we got a yeah. crumple zone around us exactly like if the house was to come down then we would be fucked like you get so i get so cold outside and i don't have a jumper on yeah so like imagine if i had to live out there you'd I, probably we, adapt but still mm. we'd be shit for a bit oh that was something i wanted to talk about today something along the lines of humans being the ultimate adaptation machines but i can't remember what it was oh so, did you talk to me i feel like i heard that somewhere like how we are so good at I heard this on a podcast and it was like it was a, a podcast with Joe Rogan he had someone on I think it was the guy who wrote I did the documentary on QAnon so Q into the storm mm-hmm. um, anyway he was saying that like we're so we're built to adapt but we're not built to adapt at this rate so we're uh-huh. out innovate we're out innovating our ability to adapt and it's dangerous like yeah. so like we're coming up with all this new technology all this stuff and like reels and stuff like that we can't adapt to the fact that it's bad to get caught in your phone for fucking four hours mm. like we're not quick we're great we're the best at adapting in the entire world but we are out innovating ourselves and it's yeah. like it's you know it's a negative yeah no, that's a crazy concept well i, I haven't dived into the signs or of it at all but all the stuff talking about like how the radiation from phones and laptops and stuff is affecting our brains and you know, whatever giving us cancer or whatever yeah all just hearsay and rumors as far as i know like i don't I haven't seen any science that proves it but i'm Literally. sure i'm sure for sure that there would be some yeah but yeah that's a perfect example of like over generations of radiation exposure we can adapt to stuff but yeah. if we progress too much in the current generation and get too exposed we'll probably all end up having, you know, whatever brain cancer and dying at 50. Yeah. And then if that's actually the way that the, the, things are affecting us. The funny thing about that is though, like it just, everything would just reset. Yeah. Like that, you know, like that part of me thinks, you know, cause I was big into like looking into like Egypt and the Egyptians and like what happened there with, cause they were, you know, so technically advanced for the time. Like they had caves that they lit up, you know, at a certain time of the day with, the sun, these caves were fucking deep mm. as shit and yeah. they would somehow yeah. manage to get the light to refract all the way through the cave and light it up. And I was like, part of me thinks, I think there's theories out there that, you know, they did something, they wiped themselves out mm. and with their knowledge, like with wiping themselves out, they wiped out their knowledge and their technologies and then it was reset. 
Like, what if we get to that point, wipe ourselves out, yeah. everything's going to reset, and then, you know, everyone starts from zero again, and they're like, I wonder if, I wonder if, what are, what are we going to call it? Like, it's, we call it light refraction. Yeah. I wonder if we get a mirror and shine a light at it, it'll bounce off. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> it's fucking, like... Is if, that you I was talking to the other day about the Romans building the Colosseum? Oh, nah. I feel like I heard this somewhere too and it was like man you can trap fucking water in there yeah, you used that, to fill it up like, and you fight ships and the um, the acoustics of the Colosseum like they would whoever the I don't, I don't know what to, my Roman the history architect. is not very good like the, the person in charge king whatever Caesar whatever you want to call them yeah. um, like they could stand in a certain point of the Colosseum and speak just like we're speaking to each other now and the entire Colosseum would be able to hear it as if they had like a microphone and speakers and everything That's because insane. they they built the Colosseum to be a certain shape and structure that the sound would travel to every single person sitting in it. Whereas like we think we're smart with, you know, building all this crazy technology of microphones and speakers and stuff yeah. to, for music concerts. Like, whereas this guy would just sit there and just talk at a normal level and the entire Colosseum could hear it. It's like, we don't need a microphone. I'm just going to build the building so we don't need it. Yeah. We don't need all these little fucking gadgets. We mm. just need the building. So yeah. fuck you and your fucking secret technology. It's like addition by subtraction. Like yeah. You don't need to add things. Like we're adding things by taking things away. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Oh man, we could literally do a whole podcast on the like going back in time and looking at the dif- different eras. I yeah. want to read a book on like the Romans and the Egyptians and stuff like that. Cause I was about to say, I feel like we need to get more educated. Yeah. Before our next one, homework. We're, running, we're like, yeah, how crazy is this? Don't know anything about yeah, it. Yeah, but, but it's, it's crazy. crazy right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know anything about science of radiation from phones, but 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 it's crazy. But it's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we could just call the segment. But it's crazy, but man. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. So that's it. Yeah. Bring up a topic. Talk about how crazy it is. Don't know enough about the topic to go in depth, so we'll move on. We'll move next on. Next thing. Yeah, I reckon that's what the call. I reckon I'll call call this episode. But it's crazy, but it's man. Crazy. Nice feel like that's a good good spot to wrap it to up wrap it nice to put a nice bow on it um i'm the intro music intro outro music i'm still in negotiations with the secret developer um it's, his name is fiverr <laughs> Five-o. <laughs> if um papa papa Five-o. so i i don't know i don't know whether it'll be at the end of this one or it'll be at the start of this one maybe maybe not we'll Ooh. see but anyway it's not in this one meow <laughs> <laughs> uh enjoy your week and yeah hope you enjoyed this episode of telling the line with my boy yeah.